Building an online business is more than branding, content, and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, and this is The Kim Doyle Show. I'll be sharing my own journey of 10 plus years growing an online business, as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground, creating, building, and showing up every day. Remember, do business as only you can do. What up, what up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Kim Doyle Show. As always, I'm your host, Kim Doyle. This is episode 50, and I know, still a little bit, a little bit, a lot of it. <laughs> off track, uh, but I'm pumped because things are getting situated. Today's episode is time for a business and site reboot. So, excuse me. I feel like I just apologize every single episode now with allergies. I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, (laughs) Just this age in my life, or maybe it's Boise. I don't know. Anyways, let's get into the episode because I'm excited. And uh, got a big old honking thing of ice water here. So if you hear a little clanking, apologies, but got to stay hydrated. All right. So on one hand, this business and site reboot has been a long time coming. On the other hand, you guys know me and my woo-woo, <laughs> for lack of another word, but um, I absolutely trust the divine timing of this. So I'm going to explain what's happening with the business insight reboot, uh, when it's happening, the reasoning behind it all. But before I do, naturally, I have to give you a little bit of a backstory, right? So grab a beverage and let's hang out. Um, or not. <laughs> I mean, not on the beverage, but let's hang out. All right. So because I'm feeling particularly good right now, I'm going to save you the long-winded woe is me tale of the challenges of the last year. And honestly, even the few years before that. Quite frankly, I can't say that I saw this year coming. I mean, honestly, right? Like who would have thought 2020 would be such a shit show? And apologies, I rarely swear on the show, but I I think 2020 deserves that. So Um, so I'm coming up on two major milestones in my life. What the bucket, my 50th birthday is coming up in July. And literally a week later, it is the anniversary of my mom's passing, which as I've shared, was totally unexpected last year and rocked my world. Since then, though, my life has changed dramatically. So, God, I'd say probably doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into specifics with dates, but I moved out of the Bay Area after my mom passed away, and I was planning on moving up to Boise last fall and instead went, and I stayed with my dad for about eight months after my mom passed away. And then on March 30th of this oh so fun year. Um, at the beginning of the epidemic, I moved up to Boise, Idaho. So my son came with me to help me move. Then he moved to Florida about a month ago, which means my house is mine, like all mine. And it's friggin' glorious. I'm, I'm, that's it really. You guys like I got my dogs, (laughs) but for the most part, holy moly, this is the first time in my life that I have lived alone and not been responsible to anyone or for anyone. Like even before we had kids, my husband and I lived together. I lived with friends. I lived with my parents, right? So this is like, ah, I I think everybody should live alone at some point in your life. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really friggin' loving it. Um, 
the funny thing is, it almost feels like I'm playing hooky or something. I mean, just not having to say, even even like with my son when he was here for a couple months, it's like, I mean, well, we weren't really going anywhere. Everything was really on lockdown. But it's that courtesy, like I don't have to tell my 19-year-old son where I'm going, but it's a consideration, right, for the people you're there with. Or to not have to say, I'm going to the store, do you need anything? Which, again, choice, right? But all of those, okay, the kitchen looks the way it looks because I left it that way, or I didn't leave it that way. I don't have to worry about anyone's stuff in the dryer. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop ranting, but let's just say I'm really, really appreciative and enjoying it, okay? Here's the crazy thing. Well, this isn't the crazy part, but I am so proud of myself for doing this and making the move. The crazy thing is that I am not sure whether or not I'll stay in Boise beyond my year lease. You know, I'm finally getting out and doing things, um, <laughs> which I won't go into detail. I actually went on a date, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll leave that. For, that's a whole other episode. But um, I got to meet with a fellow marketer. What's up, Jesse, if you're listening to this? Um, somebody that we had, I'd connected online, and he and his family moved up here a month after I did. Um, I guess his wife is from the area. So we got to meet for lunch Monday. That was great. Going to be able to support each other and maybe even have him on the show. Um, but it's been fun, right? Like I've, I'm getting out a little bit more, seeing a little bit more. I think probably since the last time I recorded, my dad came up to visit with his cousin. We got out, um, went out to the river, and there's, it's really neat. There's a place where people actually surf. Like it's almost dammed up, and it creates like a, a wave. Anyways. So I've done a, a little bit more for sure. Finally, I have a hair appointment next week. Oh, my Lord. And I got a two-hour massage. Seriously, guys. And it was like, it was cheaper than a 90-minute massage in California. So I don't know. Maybe that'll keep me in Boise in and of itself. But um, it feels a little bit like same story, different city, for lack of a better explanation. Um, and, you know, and that's really coming from... Uh, I'm in a suburban track, right? And the house is is super nice. I really love the house. I'm I'm quite happy with it. But um, I've spent all of my life living in suburbia. And while I don't have any desire to live in a city like a major urban area, I do think maybe a beach would be fantastic, right? It's me and my dogs. Like, what do I need? And so good internet. That's what I need is good internet. And so I seriously am taking a look at this. I have started making a list of other places in the country. Who knows? Maybe it'll be Costa Rica outside of the country. Although I don't know if anyone's going to let Americans in after this pandemic behavior. I'm kidding. Well, maybe not, but um, you know, we'll see. So I'm really seriously taking a hard look at that. I've got nine months to explore and figure things out. Although I will tell you that the thought of moving again it's a little nauseating, but eh, that's, that's, you know, March of next year, I've got some time. And who knows, maybe I could do month to month for a little bit while I keep figuring things out. So really, you know, I've learned a lot, obviously, throughout this time. I mean, for starters, one thing I would do differently with the next move is that I will be hiring people to load and unload a truck that I drive myself. So I have my possessions. I think you guys heard I was without everything for about three weeks. That was fun. Um, but really, I think that, you know, stepping outside of the, the, the last year and 
you guys, there was a time in my life I never, ever would have thought I would have moved away from family. Um, and my dad is amazing. My siblings, my aunt and uncle there, my nieces and nephews are all there. Um, if my mom were still here, I was still planning to do the move, but that might look a little different. Um, just how close they were, but like she's here with me. I know that. Um, but I really think that this move may have been more of a stepping stone than anything else. You know, even moving up to my dad's, which was two hours away, and I'd been there all the time. It's still in Northern California. Um, it was kind of a big move because I was out of the Bay Area, even though I was beyond ready to get out of the suburb where I raised the kids. And it was one of those, like, it was great. It served its purpose. The majority of my time there, um, nothing but love and good memories. But it was just time, you know, um, doesn't make it good, bad, or indifferent. I was, it was just time for me to go. This has really shown me that moving out of California wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Technology makes it much easier to stay in touch with family. Although I'm kind of thinking I have to get my dad the video version of the Amazon Echo, which I forget what it's called. They all have different names. Um, he has an iPhone, but like to get him to practice doing that stuff, you know, I finally got him using the map on his phone when he was up here. Um, and he's smart. He just gets like, I don't know. He's got a block with technology. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on. So all that being said, this last year has been a lot. So like, you know, we all have our personal stuff. And then I'm sure many of you guys are feeling it as well. And that is simply that add to your own life, all of the stuff the world is going through right now, you know, and it is, I mean, my heart hurts for people that struggle with depression or anxiety or any of those mental, you know, illnesses or challenges that can make some of this, you know, exacerbated, right? Um, the, the thing is, the last year has just been a lot, not to mention the launch of the Content Creators Planner at the end of 2018, kind of early 2019. Um, fortunately, the fact that I have an amazing business partner, 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 I'm just making up words, a uh, partner in Jody Hirsch, um, it was a lot easier to keep that going during a very difficult year. And the thing is that, you know, anybody who's gone through significant loss and grief, and if you haven't, kudos, not a kudos, that's the wrong word. Um, I'm happy for you because it sucks and it's inevitable, right? Um, but I really feel like I'm on the other side of the intense grief with my mom which of course could turn into tears in two seconds. So we'll leave that there. Um, but I feel settled in Boise and I don't know. <laughs> I totally think that movie when Stella got a groove back. Um, it's not me dating a man 30 years younger than me, but um, I don't know. I feel like I've got my groove again. Right. And it feels really, really good. So all of that long winded backstory intro, lucky you not uh, brings me to my business insight reboot. I would say for the first time since I pivoted to my personal brand, I've got a very clear vision and plan for where this is going. <clears throat> when I first made the move to Kim Doyle from the WordPress check, I wasn't really clear on what it would look like in terms of focus, niche, and strategy. Niche? I'm not going to keep doing that, I promise. Um, <laughs> it became clear over the last couple of years that it was content marketing, but again, I still wasn't sure how I was going to approach that or what that looked like. And still to this day, you guys, like, I don't know anybody that 
even when you know something and you feel it, I mean, the framework for the planner, right? Hello, like I, I know what I'm doing. But we all go through imposter syndrome and challenges and all of that. And, you know, it was so I, I've definitely had that. But I, I would say that, you know, the planner has probably given me a lot of validation and confidence and conviction back in myself. Um, but I really, the tricky thing for me is that I don't want to cannibalize one brand for the other, like Kim Doyle for Content Creators Planner or vice versa, right? And since both focus on content, it was, it's been this, well, do I write this here? Do I write this there? Do I write this here? Right. So it's kind of, and I, they should complement each other, not pull from each other. Um, And so I think I've kind of found a way to navigate it. How's that for clarity? I think I've kind of found a way to navigate it. Oh, I am my best audience. Sometimes the content creators planner focuses on strategy and planning. Plain. It's, it's plain, clear, and simple. I, I probably should have practiced speaking before I recorded this episode, but it is, it's, you know what we're about when you get there. We help people create purpose-driven content that delivers results. Purpose-driven is based on business goals. We walk them through a framework. There you go. Right. So I, I'm sure at some point I will address that through Kim Doyle as well and pull in elements and use it to link back. The, the sites are on separate hosting accounts and everything. So there is some link value there, obviously. Um, although with the amount of paid traffic we send to the planner, I don't know if it's more of a win on my end or the planner end, but my domains are aged. So what are you going to do? Anyways, um, like I said, I think I will be addressing some of that on Kim Doyle, but I'm kind of thinking... I, I think the focus is going to be more on the intangible as well as different elements to, str- to strategy, right? So here's an example of an element when I'm talking about. I finally made the switch to the Gutenberg Blocks editor on WordPress. And if you are doing that, I'd love to know what you think. Um, I kept waiting. You guys, I've shared with you that Devender, my good friend, does my sites. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. And then he's finally did it and fell in love with it. And I was like, see, I had a feeling because... I had played with it somewhere else and it reminds me of the editor on medium. I love that clean writing space, right? Without having all of the rest of uh, the WordPress dashboard sort of in your face. And so formatting posts, like I'm not a designer and I'm not going to be able to teach you, you know, kerning and spacing or any of that kind of stuff. But, but being able to talk about how to format a post so it's easier to read how many calls to action, you know, that type of stuff excuse me, is, is an element to content marketing that maybe I would address um, and probably be pulling in more of the digital marketing strategy that, you know, we're implementing um, on CCP, just a lot easier to say that <laughs> on, on that site and how I'm doing that here. And I'm going to get into some of those, those actual tangible strategies uh, in just a minute. Um, you know, but by now you guys are familiar with my hashtag, everything is content. Um, and by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Ask me how giddy I get. There are people on Instagram that use it. I have no idea who they are, but it stuck. It worked. It's not always the same way I would do it, but hey, it, it, I see it being you. So that's kind of fun. Um, but I created the hashtag a few years ago when I started writing more, when I was doing my almost daily emails. And I really realized the power of storytelling firsthand. 
I, I simply wanted to practice that one methodology, which was that sort of Ben subtle email style where it's more of a single story email and it's not a single story email, but it's a single story that sort of weaves you through pivots from whether you're talking about a movie or what you had for dinner last night or whatever, but you're able to pivot it and tie it into something business related. And there's one clear call to action. I think this is similar to what Russell Brunson calls the Seinfeld emails. I haven't read .com secrets in a long time, even though I have the new one. Um, but I think that's what he refers to that. So it was once I started doing that and I started connecting with people more, it was a good month of writing those almost daily emails before I started getting responses and reactions and connecting with people, but it really helped me find my voice and I fell in love with writing and it, I never, I would say it was never something I didn't enjoy doing. I thought I was okay at it. Um, but the process has become really fun to me. And I mean, I did that as I was writing this post today and it was, I was feeling that, I don't know, like a call, like I want to get in there and just create something. Um, so it, it is fun. And, you know, off script here, I will tell anybody who has not done much writing or content creating, practicing it, because again, you guys, it was only through sheer practice that I found a style and a voice and found pleasure like in doing it. Like it is, I, I truly brings me joy. <laughs> well, so Pollyanna today, um, but I really do enjoy doing it, but learning to write well will carry over into every aspect of your business, copy, audio, video, all of it. Although <laughs> I can't help you with speaking obviously because I trip over my own words. So, uh, you know, too many people avoid writing content or they avoid creating it because they have this unrealistic, unrealistic expectation that it has to be a perfectly crafted piece of content every time. I am testament to the fact that that is not true. It does not have to be that. And I, I find myself saying this more and more lately, but it's like, you're not going to get better by not doing it. That's it. You guys, I, 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 here we go. Ranty. There's a whole bunch of off scripts today. Welcome to my brain. I don't know what it is about this space. And I think it's probably that, um, there's copywriters, right? And there have, there are people that have had million dollar launches in 24 hours and they did hundreds of thousands of dollars in this month. And you don't see all the years, all the struggles, all the challenges behind that. So I'm not, there, there's just something about this space and God, you know, I feel for kids today. I really, really do with social media. Um, because it's that highlight reel, right? Okay. I won't go too sideways there. Um, but really you just have to start doing it. And it would be so awesome that the second you hit publish, they showed up, right? If you build it, they will come. It doesn't though. Um, but yeah, you just, you have to start. And so my part of my intention with Kim Doyle. And when I'm discussing content there, I'd like to talk about advanced strategies, but I'd also like to, you know, work through things with people and help them to find their own personal voice or, you know, take something they've written. This here's a great example, you guys. So Jody and I are launching a continuity. I'm very excited about it under the planner. Um, it's, it's really, really cool guys. It's not like a membership. You're going to get 
it's really, I'm excited. It took us a long time to get here because we were very adamant that it be something that work in within our lives and our businesses. Right. Um, but so we mapped this all out and, uh, you know, we've got 12 months planned and all this. So we started doing it. And so I'm, I'm, I started working on month one. <laughs> Jody goes through it, edits it version two, version three, you know, so now it, it's that process, right? We have this totally dialed in framework that we can then take and do the next thing and do the next thing. But it's that iteration process. And that's where I encourage you to step in there. And, you know, you hear the do the work, but you have to reframe it. Okay, that's where I'm going with this is you have to start reframing the the way you approach things. Um, I have done so much personal work when it comes to beliefs, self-doubt, worthiness. So I really, I think most of our challenges are in our minds, honest to God. And, and that doesn't mean, you know, okay, if you want to run ads and you don't have the money to do that, I'm not saying that's not a challenge. But what do you do with that? You have to, you find the money, you create something, you sell something, whatever it is, right? And we're not going to go sideways with that. Um, but the point is, you have to start doing the work and you have to reframe how you look at things plain and simple. Here's a great example. You guys know, I still talk to my therapist um, who is stuck in Costa Rica, which has been really great for me because I'm like, let's do a weekly call because <laughs> she's available. Um, and, uh, and must say probably being stuck in Costa Rica would not be a bad place to be right now. Um, but like I was talking to her about coaching, I don't know, sometime in the last month, we were talking about coaching because I have a couple coaching clients now. And if you go to my site right now, you can't find the coaching pages. And I had to kind of, I don't want to say turn them off, but just I, I didn't unpublish them, but I didn't have them linked anywhere because of life, right? Um, and I have this thing in my head, coaching requires a different level of energy. Anybody who's done it understands that is that your focus, it's that one-to-one or a, a small group or whatever, but you're on, there isn't this, I don't know, you know, those days when I roll out of bed and brush my teeth, get my tea or whatever. And it's like, okay, I could just ease into my day coaching. I'm like, okay, I'm awake. I get ready. I'm on. It requires a different level of energy. And I don't know. So I was talking with her about it and she's like, Kim, you have a belief that it's going to be all this extra work. Why does it have to be all this extra work and be draining? And I was like, it doesn't. <laughs> right. But so, so much, so much of what you do in your business comes down to a mental reframe. And so, you know, that's a piece of what I want to talk about with this brand and, and work through that. And there are ways that you can make it easier. Right. So we've had, uh, we get a lot of feedback and, and emails back from customers um, right now. So many of it is where's my planner because of COVID. But you know, some people are like, honestly, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. And we spent a lot of time doing the story branding, getting really, really clear on who we're serving. What is the problem? Who is it for? What is the solution? What are the results they can get? Like we really spent a lot of time doing that. However, we have a lot of beginners. Like we, we really thought we'd end up with more experienced digital markers buying the planner. And so, you know, kind of going I don't want to say backwards, but wow, we need to really serve those people that are investing in this and find out where they're struggling. Like we're going to be putting together a workshop. It'll be a paid workshop, but on coming up with ideas, that's the biggest thing. People are like, I don't know where to come up with my ideas. Like, 
And then me, like, everything's content, right? About your water bottle. And they're like, what? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's that total disconnect. And so, you know, doing things like that, or somebody had commented once, they said, you know, I think it was in the masterclass, but they said, you're talking about things like lead magnets and opt-ins. And I have no idea what that is. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, you get that feedback, but it's helping people to take this on because I believe it with every ounce of my being. Apparently that's all I believe or with every ounce of my being today. <laughs> I, we're all creative and how it comes out is, is up to you. Somebody may be a woodworker, somebody may be a writer, whatever. But if you have an online business, content's non-negotiable at this point, unless you have very, very deep pockets or paid traffic. And even then, like, I think Jody and I may do a whole episode. I was thinking about this today on our journey with paid traffic and where, where you start shifting your expectations. And I mean, it's been all over the board since COVID, like the year took off December, January went down, has come back up, but the return on ad spend is totally different. So we've had to really reframe how we look at the piece that paid traffic plays and then dialing in the back end and the funnel and all that kind of stuff. Okay. That's sideways. So anyways, back to this rebrand. Um, I, I just have to say guys, like I have, I feel this level of strength and conviction in myself that I haven't felt for a very, very long time. Um, I have shared high school with my son was really challenging. So it's been a long four years to be honest with you. Um, and that's just life. Certainly there are people that have it harder and people have it easier. It is what it is. Um, I'm just happy right now and I'm really happy to feel happy. So I think you get that feeling, right? I'm working. So again, I'm working with my amazing friend Devinder on the site revamp. And when I say I'm working on it with him, I mean, I'm giving him copy. Like I do all the copy obviously. Um, and then feedback on design. So, um, it's, ah, I'm so excited about it. Like, he had this original idea and then I worked on a bunch of copy and pages and we're going deep into the site with other pages. It's not just like a home page and, you know, default template pages rest. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, and the thought behind the design and the pages is also clear. And so no one's going to ever get to my site and wonder what I do or how I can help them. They're going to be like, oh, okay, this is about this. So the headline and the copy, this is the first thing you're going to see uh, on the site. It says, Content marketing, authority building, and digital strategy. I'm Kim Doyle. Dot, dot, dot. I'm giving you the visual, right? I help small business owners create content that provides massive value, converts to sales, and makes owning and growing an online business fun. Hashtag everything is content. And by the way, you should check out the post because I formatted that little block with Gutenberg. Yeah, I'm in love with it. I really am. It's been a long time since I've been this excited about tools again. <laughs> um, then from there, there's a couple sections below the hero section of the site. Um, and again, you're all going to see this in a couple weeks, but it then takes you straight into a training and product section, which we've not quite landed on a name for this. Um, and each of those are like four blocks. Uh, we'll link to those product landing pages. And one of them is a planner. So it'll link to go to the planner shop page. Um, I'm really, I've just been doing a lot of studying and digging deeper into real solid marketing strategy, fundamental, like direct response marketing strategy. And my goal is to move as much as I can to an evergreen model with a lot of the heavy lifting being done via email and follow up sequences. We have seen the power of doing this correctly with the content creators planner. 
And oh my God, you guys, it has made me get over my aversion (laughs) to digging into some of this stuff. Um, I mean, I always knew it was powerful. Don't get me wrong. And I believed in it. But personally, getting in there and doing it and putting it into action, it is astounding. I mean, I'm I'm kind of ballparking and I don't have, we use Active Campaign for the planner. I use ConvertKit for Kim Doyle. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but probably averaging at least $4,000 a month in recovered sales through abandoned cart follow-up sequences and follow-up sequences making offers, okay? And this is, these are people who have already either given us their name and email or obviously become a customer. I think 80% of our list is customers. So we're, we're actually getting into some paid lead gen, like Jody wrote, if you've not seen it, which I need to link to it in this post. Oh my goodness. Talk about a monster epic post. She did a, how to perform a, a marketing checkup in your business. Uh, right under 6,000 words, I think. But there's, there's Google Sheets, there's a custom Google Analytics dashboard. So there's, it's so valuable. So we're testing running paid traffic to that post and then seeing what we can do in the follow-up sequence with that, right? So, um, you know, I have a couple of products I'm doing small launches for, but then it's going to be paid traffic to a landing page, to an offer, follow-up or webinar training. And maybe not in that exact order. Um, and, and for what it's worth, I don't believe in the on-demand webinar. You know, I think it's ever webinar that does that where people know you're not actually live and you make them wait until a certain time. So I did this yesterday and I actually ended up buying a course, which I'll fill you guys in on later. But it was like, I thought I had registered for 12 and it was two. And I was like, oh man, but I know how ever webinar works. So I went back to her email. I clicked through and there was one at 12 o'clock. So I registered for that. But the funny thing is her system then sent me an email saying I missed the two o'clock one. I was like, I bought her program. So there's the, there's some conditional logic happening back then if this and that. So as soon as I bought, I should have come off that email sequence, right? I'm not, not hating on her. She, and again, I'll get into this later. Once I go through this whole thing, I'd like to have some tangible results and probably uh, interview this person. And I'm going to keep it that ambiguous. So anyways, I don't believe in that, you know, pick a time stuff. I'm going to just let it, I'll I'll set it up. I have an idea for a webinar that I've created that it'll be an opt-in for training. They go to that page. There's an offer. There's maybe a four or five day window where they can get it at that price. Then maybe offer a payment plan and then that's it. Right. And then I will depend on active campaign or excuse me, convert kit, making sure that that person can't get that particular offer again. Right. So that's the kind of stuff where my brain starts hurting, but obviously having created a physical planner, you know, it's going to be a pen and paper mapping, mapping afternoon for me. So, um, there's also gonna be a new lead magnet and a few courses for purchase. So this is, I've got a bullet list on the site. I am using ConvertKit and I set up already. It's not on the site. I built it in ConvertKit, but now that a couple of the colors are changing on my site, which I, I love it. It's like a Navy and like a pinkish red and a gray and a ton of white space. But anyways, so if you guys are familiar with right message, it's where you can ask a few questions and you're segmenting customers, right? As they're coming in. So I thought, I'm pretty sure I can do this with ConvertBox. So I did it. And it's just two. It'll be a pop-up or a slide-in or whatever. And there's like three or four questions on the first one, the second one, 
name and email, and then boom. And it's so that I can start looking at really who is on my list and what, where are they at and what do they want, right? So that I can start delivering, delivering more personalized content and offer that whole thing. And like, I really feel like we are at the, well, I'm sort of at the toddler stage of the personalization space. Um, because, you know, it's funny, I was talking with Gordon, who was my partner, you guys remember way back on lead surveys, we're so good friends, and I think he's fantastic. So and they're plugin developers. And I'm like, you know, um, I'm like, all right, Gordon, you guys should really do a some sort of personalized personalization plugin, right, where it allows you to do more than the stalker personalization, like, hi, Kim, thanks for visiting from Facebook, or, you know, how's life in Boise, like, that kind of stuff. It's more about the customer journey, where they're at, what they're doing, that type of thing. So anyways, um, so that is that piece. So uh, convert box. Uh, so I'm doing that in convert box. Apologies. Got a little distracted there. So I've got a new lead magnet coming for the website. It is going to be a seven part course delivered via email. And then from there, the first offer it is uh, content traffic Kickstarter. So that is currently my lead magnet. And if you haven't seen that, um, you know, or if you haven't opted in for that, um, then let me know. And uh, don't no, no, let me know. Sorry. Talk about distraction. My daughter's calling me like three times in a row and I'm like, I'm recording a podcast. Welcome to real life. Um, so I, what is it with kids, right? Like I didn't answer the phone. That doesn't mean you call me three more times. <laughs> Oh, I should have turned the phone off. Anyways, okay, so I'm going to back up here. So new lead magnet, seven part course delivered via email. And I'm going to set that up in a way. And I'm going to tell you, here's a little cheat that Jody's also helped me really get clear on is it's not a cheat, but what do I have that is valuable that I can use, right? And so from that perspective, <clears throat> I have a webinar that was seven things. And so I'm going to convert that as basically what I'm going to do. But I want to make sure that each of those seven pieces um, allows me to add either a custom field or a tag or something. So I get a little bit more feedback on somebody as they're coming in. So um, from there, then the first offer, like I was saying, is content traffic Kickstarter. Again, that is the uh, free lead magnet. That's on my site right now. I'm going to be completely redoing that. And it's going to be a paid course. It's going to be an entry level. So think if you've ever seen that value ladder from Russell Brunson, so free. And then the next thing, so 47, 59 bucks, somewhere around there. Um, and maybe I'll do a uh, launch at 47 and then the standard will be 59. And all these price points, you know, we've, we've tested a lot of this stuff with the planner and the upsells and the bundles and stuff. And so there is a, place where I would say almost under 75 bucks. It's a pretty easy first sell to be honest with you. Um, but so that's that. So content traffic Kickstarter will become a paid course. The next offer is list explosion. And I have completely redone this from the ground up. It, it took me a while. I'm recording videos, but this is, I did this as a one-off workshop, gosh, a year and a half ago. And it was how I did, how I launched a free course, which was content traffic Kickstarter and got over 500 people in on on that list in less than 10 days, like into that course. And so I took it and I really drilled down and there's like 24 lessons now. So 
anyways, I just have finished recording. Um, but I took a lot of time. I've rewritten, not rewritten, but I took it and I broke it into lessons and modules and the whole nine yards. So this explosion would be the next. And then after that, everything is content is a course. I offered this, I want to say 2018 is the last time I did this. Um, also being completely redone from the ground up. I was going to pivot this to content marketing secrets, but I'm like, screw it. Everything is content is me. Like just run with it. Right. Don't hold me to that just in case, but I'm 99% sure it's going to stay. Everything is content. And I ran that as a six week live course with me. Um, I don't, I don't know if I'll do that, to be honest with you. I want to do more live streaming in general, but I think course wise, it allows for sort of evergreen engines to be running in the background so that um, it doesn't require that launch and that, I, I, I don't know, you know, I've got too much going on at this point and I know you could probably say simplify Kim, but so be it. So everything is content is a third offer. <coughs> Excuse me. I am working on a signature course, which will come out in 2021. That will be a high ticket course, a thousand dollars or more. I will be heavily involved in that personally. Um, and so the expectation for myself, the intention is that the landing page and waiting list for that will be up in fall of this year. Uh, and then coaching. I've been doing more coaching again and I'm having a blast. So I'll be putting up three offers. The two that I've done before, one is a one-off session with me. And then there's a three-month one-to-one one-on-one coaching. I'm looking at doing a probably six month group coaching with no more than 10 people. I mean, if that's something that interests you holler. Um, but it would be, I'm looking at probably weekly or three calls a week with a one week in there, like as a work week. Um, but it's me live showing up the value of doing the group things I think, um, is besides, you know, getting to know new people, but there's that, there's so much value in hearing what other people are going through and what they're doing. So that's that also, um, last two things that are getting a reboot, maybe a reboot birth. I don't know. Um, are the podcast and the Facebook group. So the Kim Doyle show, I know I've been saying this for a while, guys, (laughs) I promise you I'm getting back on schedule. Um, I'm working on a new intro and a whole new slew of guests. I'm sure I'm going to have some repeat guests that have been on, but it's, I, I don't see myself doing WordPress guests, really, to be honest with you. Um, which doesn't mean I won't have a friend on that is in the WordPress space, but I'd rather talk about marketing at this point, right? Um, or their business and their story from that, from that aspect. So more than that, though, I want to really get into who they are and how that impacts their business, right? How who they are impacts their business, if that makes sense. You know, I am so about personal growth and self-responsibility. I want to see how we can have those conversations more often on the podcast. And I'm not here to play armchair psychologist by any means. Um, But I I think there's um, a freedom in getting a lot of that out of your body and specifically how it relates to your business. So of course, I'll continue sharing the behind the scenes work for myself, my brand and the content creators planner brand. Besides the continuity, we have some other really cool stuff coming. I'm very excited about. but it's funny, I was thinking after my next episode, which I'm going to tell you guys about, I've got it planned already. Um, I think I'm going to have Jody on and we'll talk about uh, just some of the challenges this year has brought and where we're going. Um, the content creators Facebook group is also getting a little bit of a reboot. 
Jody is officially joining me in the group as my partner in there as well. It's it's such a natural extension of the planner brand. Uh, we're going to change up the look. We're going to add units. I've not ever added units in there. Uh, and we're going to revamp the posting and live streams. So we want it to be the place on Facebook where people go to for content marketing. Um, so we're looking at doing an official reboot party with a giveaway, just a fun live stream questions. Uh, we haven't quite structured the giveaway, but we're going to do something that will make it interactive, so to speak. Um, and so that's also gonna be happening in July. Nothing like dumping everything into one month. Fortunately, none of this is happening from scratch. It's all been in the works. It's simply that I'm sharing. So the next episode, um, is that, I have been working on an episode for my upcoming 50th birthday on 50 lessons learned. And can I just tell you guys, this is weird to me. Like in my head, I'm still 35. Really? My body says otherwise, but you're always you. And I'm definitely a wiser, gentler version of myself, but it's a trip. And I got a nasty email recently and I'm not going to get into it, but the first thing was, Hey, old white lady. I was like, what the, what? I'm not an old white lady, but whatever. Welcome to my life. Um, so it's a mix of personal life and business lessons. And I'm I'm just going to go through all 50 of them. So that's coming up. Uh, I probably could have timed it better since technically this is episode 50 of the Kim Doyle show. But it's been too long. And so, you know, it'll be 51. Um, and technically, I mean, since I never changed the feed and I just moved the WordPress chick into the Kim Doyle show, it's probably... 200 something episodes, actually, if you add those in. Um, last little bit of, of, of advice for everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. There's always a lastly with me, isn't there? Um, I want to encourage everyone right now to do one thing. And that is to simply be kind. We are living through challenging times. There is much needed change coming, but it's not going to happen overnight. You know, I also think we're going to be dealing with this virus for the remainder of this year, at least. Uh, and we still have an election to face in the fall in this country. Um, you know, and I don't know, to borrow from Oprah Winfrey, she she does this at the end of her magazine every month. And it's what I know for sure. And that is that we will get through this. You know, historically speaking, <clears throat> there, you know, there have been other challenges, civil unrest and wars and pandemics. And, you know, I I was looking back and I was thinking in terms of uh, generations, I'm Gen X and probably, uh, I'd have to go back through history, obviously, but like my parents were boomers. My kids are actually, my daughter, I think is on the tail end of millennial. My son is not, but they're young to be experiencing all this in their lifetime. But for Gen X, like 1970 to 2000, was pretty smooth sailing, to be honest with you. Um, the Gulf War and all of that happened in 92, but it wasn't happening in the United States. And so, um, yeah, I mean, there are people, I look at people in their 90s and what they've lived through. So we're going to get through this, guys, and we do it through kindness. I really believe that. Um, and I have been scolded for sharing a political belief. I have been scolded for not. So I'm going to stick with what works for me and how I feel I'm here to serve. We cannot control anything outside of ourselves, but we absolutely can contribute in a way that serves our soul's purpose, the people we love and what we believe in. So 
I also believe with every ounce of my being that entrepreneurs can make a huge impact and contribute greatly to their audience community and the planet. So just remember that you could, you know, the, the kind or right thing is a, is a big one for me. You can be kind or you can be right. Um, I will always choose kindness and that's all I got. So much love to you all. Simply be kind until next time. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you for 50 lessons learned coming up soon. Bye guys.